Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Detroit, Michigan, it's time for Detroit Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Detroit Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today, we have with us Karen Burton with Space Lab Detroit. Welcome, Karen. Thank you. Thanks, Lee, for having me on today. Well, I'm excited to learn about Space Lab Detroit. Tell us what you got going on over there. So, uh, Lee, Space Lab Detroit is a shared office, uh, co-working and meeting space. Uh, We have two locations, downtown Detroit and in northwest Detroit. Uh, We offer desk space, private offices, uh, meeting and event space. Uh, and we have a special focus uh, on the built environment industry. So many of our members are architects, real estate developers, contractors, interior designers, people who design and build the places where we live, work, and play. So how'd you get into this line of work? So uh, my background is in architecture. I have a degree in architecture from the University of Michigan, Go Blue. Uh, and uh, I freelanced as an architectural designer for many, many years. I uh, got to work on some great projects here in the city of Detroit. And uh, I found that uh, I and many of my colleagues who were freelancing or had their own small businesses uh, needed a place where we could collaborate on projects together. Uh, those of us who were uh, sole proprietors or single business owners needed a place where we could um, plot construction drawings and uh, where we could meet with our clients uh, outside of a coffee house or somewhere like that, a place where we could spread out our drawings and documents and do presentations. Um, So in 2017, my husband and I um, came together as business partners, uh, as well as life partners, and um, built out this co-working space for um, people who were uh, like-minded professionals. Now, when you did that, um, was it kind of a big decision? Like, was this a big kind of shift for you personally and as a family to kind of work on a project like this? You know, there's a lot of unknowns in doing a business like this from scratch, and especially you're serving a niche that probably hadn't previously been served in this manner before. Certainly, certainly. So uh, we saw the need. Uh, Before we jumped into it, we did... um, uh, we surveyed people to find out if if this really was a need for them and where they would like to be. Uh, and then uh, the city of Detroit have a, has a program called Motor City Match, uh, where they help businesses to get started in the city of Detroit or to uh, build business in the city of Detroit. Uh, so we applied for that program and, and received a grant. And we took that as a sign that we should be moving forward. Um, and yes, uh, being a husband and wife team, uh, comes with, sometimes comes with its challenges as well. Um, but we balance each other very well. Uh, my husband, Bobby, uh, is the accountant and IT person and I am the creative end and we work well together in building the business. So when you launched, uh, was it something that was embraced by the community? Oh, very much so. Very much so. Uh, Our grand opening was in June of 2017. We had about 180 or 200 people to come to our grand opening of the space. Uh, And we've gotten a lot of positive feedback uh, from the city of Detroit, 
from other entities in the region uh, and a lot of um, professionals who are um, members of our space and who utilize our space for meetings and events. And when you have a sp- not just necessarily not necessarily in the built environment industry, we have uh, nonprofits, um, uh, other uh, professional service providers that use our space as well. Tech companies, fintech companies. And that's a great example for entrepreneurs. You might have started out focusing on one niche, but, you know, there's other people that want to play too, right? So all of a sudden you started. Certainly. So, you know, architects need people to design their websites and uh, contractors need people to help them with social media and things like that. Um, Nonprofit organizations can work with uh, real estate developers. So there's always some type of synergy uh, and businesses can find ways to work and collaborate with each other. Now, um, any lessons you can share about building a robust community like that? Like what are some do's and don'ts if if folks are out there trying to build a community of their own? Uh, Be a good listener. That's uh, that's uh, a thing that I found. Uh, I always have been a good listener, though, and I like to hear people's backstories. I like to understand why. Uh, They built their business and why they've gotten into the profession that they have. Um, So being a good listener is one thing, uh, especially so you can understand what the needs of the professionals are who are uh, using your space or who are part of your community. Uh, Community is huge. We have something here, or I should say we had something here uh, pre-pandemic called Celebrate the Win. So every first Thursday of the month, All of our members would gather around the kitchen counter here, the community kitchen, and we would talk about our successes for the past month. Uh, You know, if you're a small business, you may not have someone to celebrate your success and all of the great things that you've done with. Uh, Your family may not always understand what you're doing in business. So we like to support and celebrate each other. And, you know, we look to provide uh, the services that small business owners and medium-sized business owners need. And that's a great creative way to um, help your your clients kind of mental health, because a lot of times you're so busy grinding and working, you don't take that moment to really celebrate what you've accomplished thus far. Certainly, certainly. I know uh, when we're building this business, it, it took a lot more effort than I originally had anticipated. And I noticed that I really was not taking the time to celebrate those little things. You know, when when we got new members in the space, uh, we always needed to uh, look at getting uh, more members or more event space. But just taking the time to celebrate those little things that come around. So now how did COVID impact your business where it was difficult for people to get together and gather? And, um, you know, there had to be a lot more precautions. Did this... um How disruptive was COVID for you? So uh, for just about every commercial office space, you know, has been impacted by COVID. Uh, We shut down for uh, a few months, as was mandated by our uh, state government. And um, even before then, we noticed some of our members were going to work from home. So that impacted us. Uh, We lost a few members. Um, But we also noticed that we've gotten um, we have several members who need to have a business address in downtown Detroit. So we've gotten a little uptick in that. 
Um, but just the fact that we don't have as many members uh, working out of the space uh, as we used to. A lot of people are still working from home. Uh, we do have people that come in, you know, that want to get out of the house and work. Um, they want uh, a chain, change of scenery or they need to collaborate with some of their team members. So we do have people coming in for that. Um, but it's just um, we don't have uh, the ro as robust of a physical community as we used to have. Um, we're trying to do more events and have more activities online for our members so that we can keep that community feel even when people are working from home. Right. And that's something that's important. When circumstances change, you have to change, too. You can't just hope that things go back to the way they were because, you know, time keeps on ticking. Sure, certainly. And and just like other businesses, um, you know, we've had to pivot and look at our business model and look at the different offerings that we're giving to the business community. So now let's talk a little bit about uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, why was it so important for you to kind of be a home for people of color, women, business owners, and women entrepreneurs? Well, as a woman of color, a black woman in the architectural field and in construction, um, I there were times when I did not feel welcome. There were times when I could have used some uh, assistance in navigating the system and, and learning how to get projects. Um, it's not always equal. It's not always equitable uh, when people of color are uh, and women are looking to get uh, business in the construction and real estate development industry. Um, the, um, the financial access is not always there. Uh, the networking access has not always been there. So that's very important to me. Um, a reason, one reason for having the co-working spaces so people can collaborate and work together to get bigger projects. As you may know, um, the city of Detroit is, uh, has been undergoing a resurgence of construction and development. And uh, we wanted people of color to be a big part of that. Uh, the city of Detroit is 80% African-American. And we think it's important for African-Americans and Latinxes and people of color and women to get a big piece of the work that's going on in the city. Well, congratulations on being the change that you wanted to see in the world. Um, Thank you. You take an active part and are trying to be part of the solution. That must be very rewarding. Oh, it's great. It's great. I love um, the organizations that I work with. Uh, I've been a charter member of National Organization of Minority Architects, National Association of Black Women in Construction. Uh, I've been a board member of National Association of Women in Construction. And now I'm happy to be a co-chair for Pathways to Inclusion with the Urban Land Institute Michigan chapter. So we're really working hard here in the city of Detroit to um, get people of color and women involved in um, building uh, our communities. And that's an uh, important lesson for young people out there, that there are a lot of resources out there now that maybe when you were starting out, there weren't as many, but now it seems like a lot of people are picking up the mantle and really trying to be 
uh, a good community member and steward and, and help the others, you know, give them a hand up so they can learn and don't have to go through maybe the learning curve you had to go through. Exactly. We want people to recognize their power, that they are powerful, and we want to make sure that um, there's equity there, that people have the opportunities that are available and um, that is equal. So now, can you share a success story, maybe somebody from your community, that because they were part of Space Lab, that they were able to maybe collaborate and maybe take their business to the next level? I mean, you don't have to name the name of the company, but just maybe a story that illustrates that. Okay, so we have, oh, we have lots and lots of our businesses that are working together. Um, Just a couple days ago, one of our members who has a construction management company, uh, I walked in and he was meeting with someone who uh, has a real estate development project uh, on Six Mile in Northwest Detroit. Um, That person is not a member here at Space Lab, but they have collaborated with us on some things. and they have um, been a part of our community. So I was happy to see that they're working together on this project on Six Mile in Northwest Detroit. Uh, We have our architects who work with our construction managers. We have our um, uh, business organizations that come together and and work with many of the members in in our uh, co-working space. Um, we have our nonprofit organizations that work with uh, uh, work on doing meetings and events here in our space. Um, so we have lots of collaboration going on all the time here at Space Lab, and we're really proud of that. Uh, we're proud of the fact that their um, organizations are able to uh, come together, um, such as a, a business that was just recently formed, AE Collaborative, uh, that comes together um, and the the partners and other professionals come together to work on bigger projects than they could work on on their own. Um, so they're coming coming together to work on larger projects and do infrastructure projects and uh, as well as buildings in the city, in the city and across the state. Well, congratulations on all your success. I mean, you're really making an impact in the community and, and that just has to feel good. Well, thank you, Lee. It does. It does. Um, I'm originally from Flint, Michigan, and um, I looked, I aspired to come to Detroit to be part of the change and the resurgence and the renaissance. Uh, I'm happy to be doing that. And I hope, hope that we can take Space Lab and uh, some of our members and community to Flint uh, as a next venture. So now if somebody wanted to learn more and become part of your community, what's the website? The website is www.spacelabdetroit.com. Good stuff. Well, again, congratulations on all your success, Karen. And what do you need more of? How can we help? Um, well, I appreciate being on the podcast and welcome to Detroit. We're glad to have you here. Uh, and just keep in touch with us. You know, if we- we like to uh, promote our members as well. So if at any time you, you need somebody to uh, be on the show, we would be happy to put you in touch with our Space Lab Detroit members as well. Well, we're always looking for interesting stories, and I'm sure uh, at Space Lab there's lots of those going on. Lots of them here. All right, Karen, thank you again for sharing your story. And that website is spacelabdetroit.com. Yes. Thank you so much, Lee. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Detroit Business Radio. 